Hello everyone, welcome to and welcome back to the Critique and Chill Podcast. As always, it's your host Cadence. It feels good to be doing this again. And I hate Mondays. Not really, but I figured it was best to get that joke out of the way as soon as possible. Something that I really like on the other hand is the Netflix exclusive movie, What Happened to Monday. This movie is really good, and in some cases it's great. It is a film that does everything that a good movie has to, and in some ways goes above and beyond that. As for what it's supposed to do, it was enjoyable. It held my attention. It's not overly long. It has a point, and it is very memorable, at least to me. As for what it does better than most, the feel of the movie is consistent and doesn't feel awkward. It is ballsy, and it doesn't back down from being too gory or just brutal at times. The action scenes were engaging and had clear stakes, and the execution of the concept was spot on. The reason I need to specify that the execution was good is because too often have I seen in TV or movies and books, to a lesser extent, a concept that is all that in a bag of chips, but it's executed in such a way that does it zero justice. It's to the point that I can't even remember a good enough example of what I'm talking about because the movies are so forgettable. However, a good example of the opposite effect would be something like Taken. Taken has the potential to be, and in some cases is, a -a cliche-a-thon when you think about it in terms of concept alone. We got a retired father, he has an estranged wife, his daughter gets kidnapped, he comes out of retirement, he is infallible the whole movie except for one escape scene, and he saves his daughter before something irreversible happens. It's nothing new or groundbreaking about any of these things, and give or take with a little shuffling, you could describe a great deal of movies using those six things, but Taken was done in a way that at least it was exciting and fun to watch along the way even if you knew what was going to happen. What happened to Monday, however, is able to have its cake and eat it too. Let me explain for anyone who hasn't heard or seen anything about this movie. In the future, a grab bag of global phenomenon led to a chain of events that eventually got the world to a point where it's extremely scarce on any resources or mostly food from what I remember. So the government makes it illegal to have more than one kid and when one part of a group of septuplets that has gotten by by pretending to be one person goes missing, the sisters must scramble to figure out what has happened to her before the government does. Now in my opinion, that is a fire concept all on its own and in this movie it is done right. I just can't get enough of all of the interesting scenes that would either not be possible or just not as impactful if it without the concept. The movie is half action and suspense. So once it gets past the mystery suspenseful parts, it does get weaker and it's more action oriented half, but that's forgivable. And in order to really get into what I like about the film, I'm gonna have to leave it in the fridge too long, which is to say, spoil it. Before I do that, I'll say that This movie is dark and suspenseful, it has action scenes that actually mean something, and it actually keeps the attention for anyone who wants to watch it and does not want it to be spoiled. Now run along and watch it if you already haven't, but now for the spoiling. I just love the way this movie handles character death. In movies, deaths normally suck because of how predictable it can get, and that is mostly because it can't be the main character most often because they're the highest paid and that the movie is based around them so it ends up being characters that we don't care about and we have had the least time with or they end up getting some obviously rushed character development just to give their death some false meaning 
but the advantage of having seven different protagonists means that we can kill off a few and still have it mean something. And because they're sisters, even if you as an audience member didn't like that character, they were related to a character that you might like. So it isn't completely wasted. Also, once the first death happens, like once the first one dies, it makes it harder to tell when and if the next one will. And it just makes every tense scene after that that much better because the whole thing isn't as predictable the whole way through. I really thought Wednesday was gonna make it. So when she died, I was blown away. Saturday's death was just right after she lost her virginity. So it made me hurt for her character more that she got taken out right after she finally experienced something that she didn't have to share with her siblings. And the fact that it was so brutal, unapologetically so, was icing on top of the cake. Now, even though Friday's death was predictable and you knew it was gonna happen before it did, it was in line for her character and it meant that we had to slow down on the dime because at this point, we only have two more sisters. So it makes some scenes a little less tense because we now have the main character, main characters, but the movie hasn't been normal movie for so long, so it makes you think maybe they will. Monday being a sellout was dope and figuring it out was the best part of this movie in my opinion. It made sense. It was heavy hitting as a realization, and most of all, it flips a couple of scenes on their heads and makes the second watch a little bit more enjoyable, whereas the second watch wouldn't be all that if you just had to watch it again because you already know what's going to happen. Finding out that the government was lying and was actually killing the, ch the kids was pretty cliche in hindsight, but I didn't think that the movie would be gutsy enough to even see something like that through, and the fact that it did made it that much better to me. I really grew to like the characters. Seeing Tuesday in her cell was a tug at the heartstrings, Wednesday's death was gut-wrenching, and I was happy to see our three main characters happy at the end. And I think it's really cool how Glenn Close's character is basically Thanos in Infinity War. She does all these horrible things and orchestrates mass murder, all for the sake of conserving resources for everyone else. And at the end, she gives a speech that is very much reminiscent of the one that Thanos gave on Titan. Now, of course, some things don't make sense, like how in the world does an economy that doesn't have enough food for everyone also have the resources to make holographic punching bags? I don't know. There were a couple of times where the action scenes just didn't quite add up. Like at one point, one of the characters kicks open a refrigerator door and it ends up in a broken neck. I don't know. And I'm sure there are a lot of things that I just didn't notice, but I enjoyed this movie a lot and it is forever in the list of things I will recommend to anyone who is looking for them. So if anything, if I've said something that has made you want to check it out or made you at least slightly interested in it, then I think it is definitely worth your time and it's on Netflix. So, you know, go watch that. It's really, really great. And that will conclude this episode of the Critique and Chill podcast. If you're still listening after all this time, then it is much appreciated. If you're a new listener, welcome. And I hope that you stay. I hope that I stay. Um, be sure to share it or don't. Um, feedback or don't. Request or don't. It's all up to you. I just appreciate you for listening this time around. As always, it's your boy Cadence. Out.